0: Hey there, podcast fam. Are you a special education teacher looking to bring more engagement into your classroom without drowning in all of the prep work? I've got something incredible to share with you. Introducing the Teach Task Box Inspire membership. Imagine having five beautifully crafted task boxes delivered right to your inbox every month, covering everything from social studies to life skills. And the best part no more late night prepping. Let's bring the fun back into teaching. But wait, there's another option. How about getting those same task boxes delivered right to your front door? Imagine having a fun package to open every single month. That's right, I'm saving you time by printing, laminating, and velcroing everything already for you. You don't have to lift a finger. Plus, you get access to the digital files as well. Get ready for vibrant, durable materials and the flexibility to choose your grade band. K, or vocational life skills. Don't miss out. Elevate your teaching experience with a Teach Task Box Inspire membership. Head to chalkboardsuperhero.com backslash membership right now. Let's make teaching fun again. Hey special educators. Welcome to Teach Taskbox, Inspire, the podcast dedicated to making your job as a special education teacher easier by making your instruction more fun for you and your students. Inside each episode, you'll learn how to get the most use out of your task boxes in the classroom. I'm your host, Lisa Holliday from Chalkboard Superhero, a veteran special education teacher passionate about empowering you with purposeful teaching strategies, helpful tips and tricks, and other classroom management tools that will help you thrive in your role. Let's get started with today's episode. Hey there, special educators, and welcome back to another episode of Teach Task Box Inspire. I'm your host, Lisa Holiday from Chalkboard Superhero, and today I want to talk to you all about how you can use task boxes to manage challenging behaviors. You might be sitting there thinking, yeah, right, Lisa. Okay, task boxes cannot change behavior, but please just stick with me here. So before we dive right into the solution, we first have to recognize the challenges. You want to identify those specific behaviors that you might want to address, whether it's difficulty staying focused, impulsivity, you know, they're being disruptive. You have to know the challenges you're dealing with, and that's the first step to effective intervention. I bet a lot of you listening right now had no idea that task boxes could be aligned with behavior goals. Once you've identified those challenging behaviors, you can design or find task boxes that target those specific areas. Okay. So let's talk about some examples of behaviors. Let's first talk about impulsivity. Maybe you create or find an activity like a stop and think task box. You're going to create a task box that has activities inside it that require students to pause, analyze situations and make thoughtful decisions. This could include puzzles or logic games or different scenarios where they must consider consequences before taking action. Let's talk about another challenge. Maybe organization is super hard. So maybe you want to create a task box that's all about a daily planner, right? You're going to center this task box all around organizational skills. You're going to provide materials for creating maybe a daily planner or sorting and organizing items like days of the week or putting things in order like the months of the year. This encourages them to systematically think and plan and stop what they're doing and really use their brain. Let's talk about a challenge like communication skills. You can create a role-playing task box, which fosters communication so you can design this test box focused on role-playing scenarios. So maybe you put a bunch of cards in there that depict different social situations or encourages students to practice effective communication, active listening, and appropriate response. I do have very specific communication task boxes that I can link in the show notes. So I do say this a lot, but structure is a powerful, powerful tool in behavior management it does create a pivotal role in behavior management and the potency cannot be overstated. So task boxes play an invaluable role in fostering a structured routine, especially for students having these challenging behaviors. This structured routine that's facilitated by task boxes really serves as a source of comfort, offering predictability, all of these sequence of activities, they really understand what is to be expected. For students facing behavioral difficulties, this predictability can absolutely be calming and reassuring to them. It provides a sense of security and stability, elements that are particularly crucial for students who may experience heightened anxiety in unpredictable environments like school or the classroom setting. We've all been there. Our classrooms can be a little chaotic sometimes. Task boxes can also be used to teach self-regulation skills, which by engaging in structured activities, students learn to manage their emotions, practice patience, and develop essential skills for self-control. The process of completing these task boxes becomes a positive outlet for that emotional expression. And honestly, you can find a lot of self-regulation skill targeted task boxes that you can use to help them sort or organize their emotions. Again, I can link all of the task boxes I am talking about in the show notes. I had a student one time who really struggled with self-regulation and understanding and identifying other people's emotions or other students' emotions, especially the body language. So I had them sit down with a specific task box that we used every single morning. As soon as they walked in the door, they did their morning routine, and then we would use this task box. I had to get the student to understand when a student was angry, when they didn't want them near them anymore. They were really upsetting another student, and they didn't understand that. And so that would put them in explosive mode, and I would have two students set off at the beginning of every day. And so we worked really hard with the student understanding and identifying what it looks like to be angry, what it feels like to be angry, and to make sure that we are reading the room. That skill is really hard for students on the autism spectrum, and we had to teach that explicitly. Finally, after a few months of doing this specific task box, over and over and over again, the student finally understood, oh, I understand when Johnny's mad. When he crosses his hands in front of his chest and he closes his eyes real small and his face gets red, he's angry. I don't think a lot of teachers understand that these are the types of skills that we have to break down and teach explicitly for these students to really understand emotion. Once you're using task boxes to self-regulate, go over emotions, come up with different ways to teach challenging behaviors such as impulsivity, you know, those organization things, identifying emotions, and what have you, you'll begin to see the anxiety in the room decrease and the behaviors will start to decrease as well. Let's talk about sensory integration really quick. So sensory issues often contribute to a lot of challenging behaviors that we have in our special classrooms. Task boxes can be tailored to incorporate sensory elements, which provide a controlled environment for the sensory integration. Activities that involve tactile stimulation, visual input, or even auditory elements can be included to support students with sensory needs. I'm gonna have a whole nother episode based on sensory integration, but simply put, using task boxes gives students that sensory input that they might be craving throughout the school day. Maybe they need that tactile input to help ground them. I once had a student who was absolutely obsessed with Velcro. And anytime I gave the student a test box that had a lot of moving pieces with the Velcro on the back, she would take hours to do because all she wanted to do was pet the back of these um, little icons. And so the hard part of that Velcro was really, really sensory overstimulating for her she wound up not ever completing work. And so what we had to do was kind of give her or create task boxes that that didn't have any Velcro in it. We used a lot of tack glue and tape or putty to get the materials to stick. Sometimes we would do a lot of cut and paste as well instead of using that Velcro because that Velcro was too overstimulating for that student. So again, when using task boxes, we have to really understand the student and what type of sensory issues that they might be having. All right, let's talk about positive reinforcement. Task boxes offer a natural platform for implementing positive reinforcement strategies. Positive reinforcement not only encourages those desirable behaviors that we so much want, but also creates a positive association with task completion. Think of it like this, every time they complete a box and they only know that because all the pieces are aligned and they put the cards in the box and they close that task box, that is huge positive reinforcement to them. They have a sense of completion, right? They're like, oh my gosh, I did it. I finally am done. I've done something today. I read a book a few months ago. It was a self-help book all about making your bed. I kind of bought it as a joke or a friend recommended it to me. I can't even remember which, but I was like, okay, I don't need to make my bed every single morning. But I'm telling you, ever since I read that book and I now just make my bed every morning and yes, I was one of those people who never made their bed and I already have like a sense of completion for the entire day. I'm like, oh, I've already done something for the day. I've checked something off the list. That is what task boxes do for students. So even if they do one thing in one day, they are pairing these task boxes with something positive, right? They feel successful. So there you have it. A quick summary of how task boxes can be potential tools in managing challenging behaviors. Remember, it's not just about addressing behaviors. It's about creating an environment that fosters growth understanding, and success for early learners. Until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Teach, Taskbox Inspire. I hope you've gained some tips and motivation to fuel your week ahead. If you're ready to explore more strategies for empowering your students as independent learners, be sure to dive into my free training at chalkboardsuperhero.com slash training. And don't keep all this knowledge to yourself, Share this episode with your special education teacher friends who could use some motivation and inspiration. One more thing before you go. If you're finding this podcast helpful and want to show support, head to Apple Podcasts and leave your rating and review. Until next time, keep teaching, task boxing, and inspiring.